0: You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso.
1: Hey, chicka, 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 chicken. Yeah, Yay! Hello, hello. Oh,
0: what was that? Chicka, chicka, chicka.
1: chicka that, was, that was my DJ voice. Chicka,
0: oh, yeah. chicka, yeah. yeah DJ, are you going to be touring chicka,
1: chicka, with Insync? All day. Oh, she's going to put all the best Okay, Okay, okay,
0: oh my God. Imagine, if you will, close your eyes. Everyone, close your eyes. Eyes are closed. Imagine Insync. Uh-huh. Back she Boys Oh my gosh With a side of Yeah Are you ready for it? Fucking Spice Girls what? what?
1: I'm pretty sure that would be the end of the world concert
0: Also, you know how expensive those tickets would be?
1: Yeah, they would still sell out in seconds <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome back to Bubble Bath Stories uh, Everybody's been talking about that So we just had to uh, give you a, our little two cents on it Chicka
0: chicken, yeah I think
1: that's going to be a new thing Yeah, it's going to be a new <laughs> thing Alright, cool I uh, hope you guys are in for a good little combo, because Nikki over here found us a quite the story to talk about.
0: Yes. While we were on vacay, which seems so long ago, I came across this article about this woman who opened up a Chinese restaurant in New York. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Well, no, not at all. Unless you... Advertised that this Chinese restaurant is quote unquote clean. Oh.
1: Uh,
0: what? what? Yeah. Here's a little backstory. Okay. So this super white woman mm-hmm. who lives in Manhattan decided she was gonna open up a Chinese restaurant.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Strike one, you're not even Chinese. Is no. this Seinfeld? No.
0: Oh yeah, right? <laughs> what was her name? Yeah. <laughs> Margaret Cho. Yeah. Margaret Cho is like the comedian. Oh, what was it? It was like Chang. Donna
1: Chang. Donna Chang. It was short for Changstein.
0: (laughs) Well, well, Ariel Haspel decided that she was going to open up a Chinese restaurant in Manhattan called Lucky Lee's. Lucky Lee's. And I bet you're thinking, who the fuck is Lee? Well, oh, so that's- she's
1: married to an Asian guy.
0: No, that's the name of her other super white husband. So Lee isn't even L I. <laughs> no, he's L E E, and he's not so lucky. So been decided to open up a New York City Chinese restaurant um, called Lucky Lee's. Uh-huh. And um, it was marketed as clean Chinese cuisine. Wow. Now, I don't know about you, but in that last sentence, I could just tell you all the things that are wrong with it. I mean,
1: for real, because I remember when she was mentioning this story that clean Chinese food tag. I mean, we all have our jokes, but you don't go actually advertising, advertising. that a culture has dirty food.
0: No, not at all. Also, um, as a New Yorker, I would never go to a Chinese restaurant in manhattan like i feel all the best Chinese spots are holding the walls in neighborhoods oh definitely i would like never go to a fancy chinese restaurant i think the fanciest asian restaurant i've ever been to was like hibachi (laughs) oh yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. pf
1: chase i think the p stands for paul
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah right i that's a whole nother story we won't get into anyway so um This is how Ariel explains it. Clean is supposed to represent this whole diet fat of clean eating. Okay. And that's what she was trying to advertise. And so what her intention was was to create a space where her and her her food-sensitive friends and people like them can actually go to enjoy Chinese food without having to worry about... Well, you know, whatever it is that food-sensitive people worry about. I have no idea.
1: I'm assuming it's, like, gluten kind of stuff?
0: Probably, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of soy—I guess soy sauce has that in it. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the other thing that she was getting backlash for is because she's taking these Chinese American-Chinese recipes— Like, let's say, what's that thing that you always order?
1: General South. The most American Chinese food there is.
0: So, things like that. So, she'll take, um, she, what did she do? She wrote this post that actually was deleted. Yeah. Chinese food is usually doused in brown sauces and makes your eyes puffy. She legit fucking wrote that in the internet sphere. Oh, Um, wow. And she also stated that the menu is for people who love to eat Chinese food, but won't, you know, um, but it'll actually make them feel good. Yeah. And I get that. There are some, like, we were just talking about this yesterday. I am cutting uh, rice out of my diet because when I do eat um, Mm. pork fried rice and the bowl and spare ribs, I get so full and I just... I'm a big blob. And the
1: truth is, if you don't go running a mile after eating a bunch of rice, it's just going to sit there in your butt belly. Right.
0: So she has things like high-low-main, which is basically supposed to be not too oily or too salty. <laughs>
1: all right. So here's the thing. like, You <laughs> go into the grocery stores, and there's all these vegetable alternatives right now because everybody's trying to eat much more healthy right and you see zucchini noodles you see carrot noodles you see squash noodles you see all these different noodles you know there's nothing on there like nobody's attacking the asian community though like those kind of advertisements that you hear from this from donna chang's restaurant yeah (laughs) word. that's her new name by the way donna changstein (laughs) these these this advertisement is like an attack on the culture almost absolutely and and, you know it's very imperialistic too
0: well here's the thing so food writer kathy airway notes that lucky is very synonymous with something awful so lucky cricket which is a restaurant that a famous chef opened in like minnesota actually like basically they say borrowed but i'm gonna say stole Two dishes from Chinese restaurants, one in that's from Queens uh-huh. and one from Virginia. And the whole aura of the restaurant is Hawaiian-themed. Like, it is Tiki Central up in that bitch, and it's supposed to be a Chinese restaurant. Um, She also notes your best friend, Gordon Ramsay, yeah. is a part of the problem. He is opening up a restaurant called Lucky Cat. What the fuck? Um, and it's an authentic Asian restaurant with no Asian chef.
1: Now see, that um, Gordon is a whole different subject because that guy goes to any kind of culture and says, hey, I'm going to do your food better than you. He's built a whole reputation and a whole career on that.
0: And that's, and that's fine for you to be cocky because yeah. that is your profession. You're supposed to know all angles of it. However, how how can you open up an authentic Asian restaurant with no fucking Asian chef?
1: And I will also say, yeah, he's, he doesn't have an Asian chef. He doesn't have that. I get that. But I will say that at least Gordon Ramsay is is sympathetic to I, the
0: culture. I disagree.
1: I don't know. Because he, he'll even tell people, like, you're doing that wrong. This is how the people I, do it.
0: I disagree. Okay. Because I think how he is on camera and how you are off camera and how you conduct your everyday business yeah. are two different things. Oh, definitely. This right here is not very... I just... How could you think that you can make traditional Asian food better than a fucking traditional Asian person who knows the culture? And I'm not saying... Listen, the Chinese restaurants that are here in the States are Chinese-American recipes yeah. that were made for... Um, for I Americans. think back in the 60s mm-hmm. was to help assimilate the Asi- um, Chinese immigrants that were here so that Americans would like their food so they would have profitable businesses. Wait, yes, that So makes sense. if you go to China... That's not the fucking food. Like, what you eat here is not what you're gonna eat there, yeah, and you, you that's even ordered, like in Mexico, right? Like you, yeah. you even said it yourself. We we were on vacation. What did you say?
1: Uh, we we were on vacation. I said white people can't make tacos. Mm-hmm. We tried finding them, and <laughs> Yo, cause let me tell you. I mean, you, you're on something here too, because. I I love white people because they make the movies that I like. Let's just let's just face it. Because we're gonna talk about I that in a second. We're gonna talk about that in a second. But the fact is, when it comes to the food, like I don't think they've ever actually made anything that's theirs. What hamburgers? From yeah. Germany, okay. But what? Pizza Italian. Uh they also- messed up tacos for us because they put up they put up Taco Bell. Don't know white person know about eleven herbs and spices for KFC. All they know about is salt and pepper. I mean, even McDonald's Ray Kroc stole that from another white person.
0: Ugh, that movie was so sad. Check out The Founder. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. And also, it's a lot of ethnic people that are working in the fucking kitchen. It's not even like I'm just
1: wondering, this lady, man. Like, did, did her and her husband? They like nobody was on the table. Like, hey, uh, you guys, and I don't think you should call it that.
0: This is why I feel that it's very important like, your investments to diversify your friendships. Because they're definitely, had they diversified their friendships, somebody could have been like, girlfriend, I don't think you should say that. Because here's the thing, they did interview people who ate at the restaurant. Okay, And there were Asian people there who were like, the food's great, I don't see anything wrong with it. However, the marketing is what's really fucked up.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure any professional marketing person I would know. have told them something,
0: though. Uh, have If we have to take a look into the history of bad advertisements, oh, I right. think it's safe to say no. Well, hey. Nobody would have said anything. But, you know, it's also this whole thing about clean eating. And this is what I found interesting in the article. They're saying that clean eating can be seen... As tone deaf about cultural appropriation and race, okay. because basically what you're doing is tweaking non-Western cuisine for healthy versions, implying that they're superior yeah. to the original ethnic
1: foods. So when you replace their lo mein noodles with your zucchini noodles and saying that it's clean eating, or you're insulting the Chinese, the Chinese uh, culture, the Chinese yeah. culture, the Chinese recipe.
0: And it's also just when you say, oh, Chinese food is just usually loaded with brown sauce. Like, honestly, that's
1: saying clean eating that is not dirty, like, that's just even... It's just bad wordy. (laughs) Yeah, bad wordy because it's throwing into the stereotype that people, that Chinese restaurants have to deal with when everybody makes these jokes about cooking cats, you know? So, well...
0: Again, why Gordon Ramsay decided to call his restaurant Lucky Cat? Yeah, let's right. fucking think about that for. Anyway, we want to know what you guys say. Is there such a thing as cultural appropriation when it actually comes to people opening up different kind of restaurant, ethnic restaurants?
1: Yeah, who are other cultures? Should they be allowed to open up that kind of stuff? You know, let us know. I definitely want to know what you guys think. Um. However, depending when you're listening to this. You may or may not have gone to see Endgame.
0: Oh, God. We're not here to
1: talk about that movie. What we are here to talk about is how difficult it was to find the right tickets, and I'm dragging Nicole to an 8 a.m. showing.
0: On a Sunday. Let me tell you guys something. On 42nd Street in Times Square. And Mm. if, if you've never been to New York... It's terrible. Times Square, I, if anybody ever was like, I want to visit New York. What's the best place? I would never say Times Square. And the fact that I worked there and he decided that an 8 a.m. showing on a Sunday across the street from my job was such a great idea. You know. He hates me, guys. You know, you know
1: months ago, months ago, Nicole came up to this article. And it just got us talking about how certain certain couples... You may not know how they communicate, but they have their own little ways of communicating. Hashtag
0: love language. Yes,
1: that's exactly what I'm getting at. And the fact that Nicole is willing to go see an 8 a.m. three hour movie with me in the city in a smack dab in the middle of the city. That's hashtag love language there. And let me tell you guys something. I got my own love language because I got something I don't like doing, but I do it for her. You know?
0: Wait, what the hell is that?
1: Well, I mean, like, there's sometimes where you tell me, oh, can you please make me the smoothie? Your blender sucks. <laughs> so it takes me a few well, minutes whatever. to make this smoothie. If you're... Oh, no, 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 Hashtag love language. Oh, what? I still do it.
0: It's not a three hour movie. Okay, okay. And here's where I'm going to take accountability because that's the new Nikki taking accountability. When he was asking me, he wanted to buy tickets for Friday at eleven p.m. and I said, "What are you fucking crazy? The movie's three hours long. We wouldn't get home to like five in the morning because, of course, none of the trains would work." And then I'm like, "I get out of work at six. What the fuck are we doing for five hours? No way." I said, "How about this? Why don't you get a, the first showing on a Sunday, and, and check out we'll the go." Man, hey. Yeah, what I was suggesting when I said Sunday was a movie theater around our house where we could just take a quick little uber to
1: however this one over here likes the new reclining seats which are only in certain theaters so in my head i thought to myself that's what you wanted and i did it didn't even ask her a question now we're going to a sunday 8 a.m movie in the middle of the city
0: but also i only like those reclining things chairs or whatever during normal people movie watching hours at 8 a.m i don't give a fuck where i am first of all i'm still questioning why the fuck i'm at the movies at 8 a.m it's a three fucking hour movie
1: Uh,
0: you guys listen he obviously hates me but i'm gonna do this because i fucked up by not clearly stating what movie theater to look at so i bought this upon myself i am excited to go see it yeah um I mean, I'm just excited to see it because of all the hype that's happening. There's so much glow up with this movie. There like really anyone, is. a part of it is just super amazing. But I'm sure you're going to get to talk about that on your podcast, oh, Into yeah. the Marvel.
1: We'll get, we'll get all over that. Um, but the other thing, too, that I think is crazy is the fact that it was so tough to find tickets in the right situation, you know? Right. Two seats together that aren't all the way in the front, that aren't all the way over to the side. Like... I mean, it's something I expected, but man, the entire world really is waiting on this, you know? So
0: we're very excited, and we'll definitely give you a very vague criticism of it after we watch it. So be sure to check it out check on Check it out on IG. our page, yeah,
1: on our IG and on our Facebook. We're going to be putting some stuff up on there. And I actually want to know, if you're going to go see that film, are you going to take place in the Endgame Challenge? Can you hold in
0: onto your piss break for three hours. I hate him so much, you guys. But we are so excited. We're back in action. Everything's going great. We cannot wait to hear what you guys think about Donna Chang's.
1: Uh, <laughs> New restaurant.
0: <laughs> I, I don't even know if it's gonna stay open for business. And we want to know what you are excited about most when it comes to um, the Avengers Endgame. And if you can actually hold your pee in for three. the whole three hours and two minutes, good sir. Three hours, two minutes. Be sure to follow our pages on IG and Facebook at Bubble Bath Stories. And make sure to follow us personally. You can find me on Instagram at Got No
1: Time For This.
0: And you can follow me on Instagram at Nikki Trends.
1: You guys give us another listen. We bye. miss you, bye.